Hello and welcome to House Lights, the podcast that reviews recent entertainment coming from multiple platforms. This week we are discussing The Half of It, a Netflix original film directed by Alex Wu about a shy, introverted student who helps the school jock woo a girl whom, secretly, they both want. Today I'm here with Tessa Osborne, Sarah Tidwell, Wendy Guzman, and me, Carly Graham. We're going to be talking about the film and here are the main characters to follow. There's Ellie Chu, who is the shy, introverted student played by Leah Lewis. Aster Flores, the main love interest, played by Alexis Lemire, and Paul Munsky, the, the jock, played by Daniel Diemer. So guys, just first things first, tell me what your first reactions to this movie were. Um, I think for me, like my first reaction, I was like, okay, so the first scenes that you're seeing, it's like this weird animation that's like paper, and I was like, okay, this is kind of experimental, kind of interesting. Um, and then they talk about, like, how everybody has, like, their soulmate and, like, their half of a person. And, like, I was reading the other day that that's, like, kind of wrong, so I was kind of, like, anti that, so I wasn't going in with a very good mood. Yeah, I think that from that part, I had kind of the opposite reaction. I think that, like, when I watched that initial scene, I think I was more iffy on the movie before watching it, and then after that scene, I was like, oh... I am definitely completely sold on whatever this is because I just thought it was so cute. And the premise just seemed like something that was completely up my alley. Yeah, when I first saw the movie, like on Netflix, the preview for it when it came out, I was kind of like, this looks like another one of those like basic teenage love story like kind of movies. And I'm not a super big fan of those. But then like having you tell me to like, you were like, all right, let's all watch it. Like, trust me, it's pretty good. So like, I went back and I looked at it again and I was like, okay, well, I guess I could give it a shot. And then, you know, I'm really glad I did because it was actually a really good movie. And like, there were some parts in it where I was like, okay, like, I don't like that. That just made me mad or that wasn't like, that was cliche, stuff like that. But other than that, I do give it like an eight out of 10. It was a pretty good movie. When I was watching it for the first time, something that I experienced was the same thing that Wendy said was right when the animation began, it was like, yes, this is awesome. I'm very excited to get, like, involved in with this movie because I watched it literally the day it came out on Netflix because it, I, like, turned Netflix on on my TV out in the living room and it was just, like, the first thing on there. And I was like, well, why not? I think I watched, like, part of the trailer and I was like, I have literally nothing else to do, so why not try this? And I thought that it worked out really well, and I ended up loving the movie. And so now today I ended up rewatching it just so I would have like a little refresher. And there were a couple things that I missed, but I think I like the movie now more the second time watching it than I did the first. One hundred percent. I feel like um, how did you guys? Like, going in, did you know what it was going to, like, kind of end up as, or was that kind of, like... I had no idea when it began. Um, I think I caught on pretty quickly that it was going to be about Ellie ending up falling in love with Aster. Like, I caught on to that pretty quickly, but it definitely was not what I thought was going to happen when I started the movie. I thought that it was going to be, like, the basic romance between a straight couple... And then having some LGBTQ um, aspects was really exciting to me because I feel like that's not something we see that much of. So it was cool getting 
to see that story and someone kind of coming to terms with their sexuality and also kind of not. So I don't know. I think it accurately followed that struggle that some people deal with. So yeah, I did know, like I did enjoy, I guess, how it portrayed her struggle because it was something that, you know, not personally me, but something that, you know, people go through in their everyday lives and you don't really see that in media today. Like, Movies and stuff don't, I feel like they don't accurately portray it all the time. But um, the way they did this with Ellie, it was really nice. And from the beginning, I knew that it was going to be like she was going to fall in love with the main character, Aster. But I didn't really know, like, that it was going to throw that curveball with um, Paul. And I didn't know that, like, there was going to be that kind of, um, I guess, whole draw with it. I didn't know he was going to be against it, all that kind of thing. So that kind of was like a shock when it happened. But it definitely, like, took a turn back for good, and I did like the ending after all, like, the way it turned out. Yeah, for sure. I really liked it, too. I think it was good. Like, it showed that she could be, I don't know, like, she didn't end up with anyone, so I feel like, like, I know that's, like, not satisfying for any film or, like, any story that you're reading, but... It's like, I think it's going to be good for the future. Um, I really like the part, too, at the end where she, like, Aster was like, maybe in a couple years we'll see. And then, like, they kissed. And then she was like, I'll see you in a couple years. Like, I feel like that was, like, it was such, like, a hopeful and light ending, even though Ellie didn't end up with the girl that she wanted to. I really like the fact that no one ended up with anyone because they did say that, like, at the very beginning of the movie, like, this is not a love story, at least not one where anyone gets what they want. And I think that that's very true of typical relationships. And I think that it accurately portrayed a lot of things that people in high school go through where they aren't necessarily 100% sure what they want or they're not sure the best way to go about doing it. And... I don't know. I, I really liked that aspect, honestly, which I know that it's not super satisfactory, but it's honest and, like, correct, if that makes sense. I don't know. I really loved the way that they ended it. It's really rare for me, or I think just people in general, to watch something and not know where you want it to end up. And that, like, the like that feeling was so strong while watching this movie. Like, part of me was like, Oh, like, I really want um, Ellie to end up with Aster, but also, like, I don't want to force Aster into anything that she doesn't want either, because we don't know, like, anything about her sexuality or anything like that. And then we're also following Paul the whole time. So, like, there's so many different factors going on that you, I just didn't know, like, who did I want with who? What did I want with what? Like, I had no idea. And then to leave it at the end where, like, no one has anyone might be disappointing sometimes, but it just, I think it really fit perfectly in this circumstance. I watched the movie with my mom, and she was, like, trying to predict the ending as we were watching through it, and they got to the part where they were at the party, and my mom was like, oh, like, she's gonna end up with Paul, and I looked at her and said, no, mom, this is a movie about lesbians, like, that girl <laughs> likes the main girl, like, they're, they're gonna either end up together, or they're gonna be, like, she's gonna confess her love, like, that kind of thing, and my mom was like, oh, I guess that makes more sense now. Like, she looked into it deeper and was like, okay, wait. But now, like, the, the way she's been acting makes more sense. 
It's kind of funny. Well, I really like about the stories, like, I like how many converging, like, stories that are being told and, like, uh, representation as well. Like, because you're seeing, like, an Asian, first-generation Asian-American is also queer. And you're seeing a coming-of-age story, and you're also seeing, like, um, just, like, a normal rom-com. And it does a really good job, like, mixing all those things. Like, you see, like, the little plot line with her and her father. And, like, like how he's bonding with Paul. And, like, he doesn't really talk, but, like, he's, like, there for her. And I think that's just so sweet and so cute. The director did a good job of, like, converging all of those lines and, like, making the story very complex and full. I agree with you a lot on that one, especially because I absolutely adored the storyline between her and her father because you could see that he was really self-conscious about a lot of the things that were going on in his life and he like wouldn't call the electric company because he's worried that they won't understand his accent and different things like that but the amount of love that he has for Ellie is just so strong and you can see um just like how badly he only wanted good things to happen for her so like even when Paul was coming around and still bringing some food over for him after he and Ellie got in that big fight. Her dad asked if they, like, broke up, and he was like, no, we were never together. And he was like, well, either way, she hasn't been as happy. And I don't know. I thought that it was really nice that we got to see that aspect and him being, like, concerned about his daughter and showing that he was, like, paying attention. And then ending up letting her go off to college rather than staying in Squamish. Like, I, I don't know. I loved, absolutely loved the storyline between Ellie and her dad, and I thought that they did that really, really well. And as Tessa said, bringing it all together and making it cohesive with the rest of the movie and working into the other plot features. Do you guys have any critiques to the film or anything that you're like, I don't know if that's really accurate or they could have done this better or... Anything like that. I guess the talent show is one thing that was like that obviously would never really happen where Paul brought the guitar with him and put it on stage with Ellie but I don't know I still thought it was a really cute moment and then they went to like the party after which provided a lot of fun and like good content so I don't know I guess that would be the only part that I would say like wasn't super accurate from just the top of my head yeah i have to agree with you on that um i feel like that scene i like was watching it and just cringing the entire time because they never really showed why those three boys like hated ellie the ones that would make fun of her and like yell chugga chugga choo choo or something like that when they drove by her like they never explained why nobody liked her and i mean i i could see it being because she wasn't like she was different she was a minority that kind of thing but i feel like it, it didn't go to lengths for them to, like, they didn't have to put in the part where they caught the piano string, and, like, I feel like it, I, too, didn't really like that scene. Like, I feel like it probably could have been different. It was just a little bit, it felt a little bit too out there compared to the storyline. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I feel like, this is, like, super nitpicky, but there is this scene where Ellie gets drunk for the first time, and, like, as a person that, like, as an Asian person, I really was like, oh my gosh, this is the time for them to highlight the pain that it is to have Asian glow. Like, this is the time. She's going to get Asian glow, she's going to throw up, it's going to be a whole ordeal. 
and she's going to be so good for representation. And then she just did it. And I just feel like the director just really slept on that because I know the director is also Asian, so I just, like, don't know why she did, but it just I think it would have been really important for people because I don't, like, I was, I mean, I was adopted, so I don't really know much about my body, like, biologically and, like, stuff that is traced that way, but I think if people knew beforehand, instead of the first time they drink and they're like, why do I not look like my white counterparts when I'm drinking? That would be, like, really important for them. Yeah, I did. That scene was, um, like, I didn't know about the Asian glow thing, but the scene, like, where she just was being, like, being pulled up by Paul and then she just, like, leaned over and threw up really fast. I was like, okay, that's, like, I mean, it, I don't know. It To me, it was, like, a, it stuck out a little bit because it was, like, she didn't really do much to throw up, but then again, it makes sense, like, you explaining it, that, like, kind of clicks more and it, it makes more sense now that, like, I, I just completely reiterated myself and, like, said the sentence and then said it backwards at the same time, but I think you get what I'm saying. Like, it, it makes sense now that you explained what it was or what it was because of. Yeah, true. That, yeah, I guess she kind of did. The face still kind of got red. That's, I'm staying on that. <laughs> what I was going to mention, I guess it's more of a question, I guess, than a critique. So, in the scene where her, where Ellie and Aster go to, like, the lake river thingy, and they're, like, listening to music and disconnecting from everything, it was a beautiful scene, so I have no critiques on it, but does, like, what do you think, like, the reason for that scene was? Because it, since no one ended up with anybody or anything like that, like, what exactly was it foreshadowing? Like, what was the purpose of that scene, do you guys think? Because that, that was, like, the question I had. Yeah, I was reading, like, all of these feeds about it, and, like, the, um, visual whatever, the visual connections between everything and the metaphors, they apparently, like, them, when you see them in the little pond thing, and you see their reflections of their faces, it's supposed to represent that, like, you make yourself whole. Like, your real reflection is your other half. Like, you don't need another person. That makes sense? Um, and that's why, like, they don't end up with anybody else other than themselves. Yeah, I didn't even think much about that. I just thought that the scene was really interesting and I think it kind of a little bit alluded to Aster's sexuality not being as one-weight as we thought it might be it it kind of I think for the first time showed that she might be like a little bit curious or questioning and stuff like that I guess that was the only reason that I thought that it was in there I didn't think much of it um but I don't know yeah but I am glad that Tessa kind of explained that they're was more and that was why they didn't end up together because of the mirroring and like your own reflection as yourself type thing but yeah let's talk about the coming of age plot line that was in there like how did you guys are with you talked about coming of age i think a lot with never have i ever so how did you think that they portrayed that and did they do it well i think that this movie really had a great essence that such of those like classic coming of age movies have and it's really hard for movies now to have that you know john hughes vibe to them and like this kind of gave me the feelings that i get when i watch one of those movies i'm i'm a big coming of age fan any kind of coming of age movie no matter if it's good or bad i will watch it so i was really really happy with the way that this one was um, and, and it's a very, like, gentle and almost, like, really, really innocent way of touching on, like, all of these topics, like, um, 
that we spoke about, like her um, being uh, um, from China and then her sexuality and um, and then her mom dying. So I think there's just a lot of layers and it's a very, very innocent way of looking at all of the things going on in Ellie's life. So I was, yeah, I was a fan. I agree with you. I think that there was a lot of different aspects and I think that they did hit all the bases pretty well. Um, it covers a lot of things that a lot of people around our age typically deal with and a lot of things that we're more interested in and that's kind of trying to explore romance for the first time and then trying to deal with struggles that you've never really encountered before like losing a parent and different things like that and it's really scary that these are things that we have to deal with at young ages sometimes but I think that they covered that really really well and they did end up making a really nice coming of age story yeah i think they did too um so true i feel like i can connect it pretty well with the show never have i ever as well too because in both they had a minority and lgbtq like character this one just happened to be the lead whereas fabiola never have i ever was like a side character but um it did have all of the components of like a coming of age film like wendy said with her mom being dead and it was just like her and her dad who had moved to this little town to you know start something with the train company and then that didn't work out so they were still figuring it out and like her dad wasn't doing what he wanted to do but he wanted his daughter to do what she wanted to do so like he let her go to college that kind of thing so I just I feel like it did hit all of the components of the story and it definitely was a pretty good coming of age story. I think also how I was kind of I feel like they touched on soulmates could be like different things than just like romantic soulmates like um LA is really important for people to realize because I think everybody's out there trying to find a romantic person in their life but like so many other people could be so fulfilling in your life and like people just don't talk about that and so people are wasting all of their time thinking about just this one relationship and like there's so many different relationships in your life that are so important I agree with that definitely I think that there are like, I don't know, people always talk about, like, having just one soulmate, but I do agree that people have more than one. You have platonic soulmates and people that are, like, meant to enter your life for reasons, and even if things don't always work out, I still think that they were there for a reason, and I don't know. I'm a big believer in that type of stuff, and I think this movie did a really good job of showing that even through fights and stuff like people can come back and show how much they care about you and will support you no matter what and on that note I'm going to ask you guys who are your favorite characters and why my favorite character was hands down Aster I don't think she disappointed me once in that entire movie like I like we were maybe like 10 minutes in or maybe a little over around the time where she responds to the like one of the first like the initial letters and I was like oh I get why she's in love with her because she's amazing like she's such a good person yeah um Ashley just never disappointed me the entire movie like when she was getting that like one of the first initial letters and we got to see a little bit of what she was like you know aside from just being like the pretty girl who's dating um another like popular guy like she there's a lot of substance to her and she's just overall like a good person and she was never mean to ellie or paul like 
every time if she had like any type of like negative reaction it was in her own right completely so she's my favorite i'm gonna say ellie chu i know that's so basic but i, I feel like i relate to ellie chu many ways not all the ways because i'm not really like like i don't have asian heritage but yeah i feel like she's the closest she makes sense can't relate to paul in any way sorry paul Aster is attractive, but she just, I don't know much about her, to be honest. She's kind of ambiguous. Yeah, I have to agree with Tessa on the fact that, yes, Aster is pretty ambiguous. Um, like, I, she was a nice character, but I feel like she was, like, one of those characters that's, like, I guess, I don't know. She's, like, considered one of the popular girls, but she doesn't enjoy being, like, she's, like, a typical... I don't know how to put this. It's like she was a popular girl, but she didn't enjoy being there. It's like the typical, like, I don't know, or typical, like, girl going through, like, a teenage crisis kind of thing. Like, she doesn't know where she belongs. She's really, like, out there with, like, the things that she enjoys. But um, she was, you know, besides that point, I feel like she was a really good character because of the fact that she was the most, like, unproblematic. She just kind of went with everything. And she didn't know that, you know, Ellie and Paul were doing this behind her back. She, like, I, I don't know. She she put up with her boyfriend's shit, but she didn't really, you know, enjoy it. She just did it because of her dad. And I feel like that's, like, why she did a lot of things is because of her dad, who was this, you know, pr he was a pastor. He was pretty strict. So, like, she was just, she wasn't happy, but she was doing it because that's what her dad wanted type of thing. Um, I have to say other favorite character would probably be Paul. I really liked Paul um, throughout the entire movie, except for the part where he blew up on Ellie in, like, the, um, what is it, the locker room after the football game. That kind of made me mad, and then I was like, okay. But he redeemed himself by educating himself and all that stuff. But just, like, the scene at the talent show when he was standing there, and he, like, embodied that Oh, that emoji that's like the puppy dog eyes and it's the two fingers pointing at each other. Like he was literally pointing his finger like his fingers at each other and was like, please like play your song kind of thing. And I thought that was adorable. Um all around he was he was like a really sweet character. He didn't really know better, but at the same time like tried to know better because he wanted Ellie in his life, but even if it was just as a friend. So I yeah, I'd have to say Paul definitely was my favorite. I agree with you in that I think Paul is my favorite because while I don't agree with a lot of the things that happened in the movie, for instance, I, I think it's a little bit messy to be writing love letters that aren't directly from you, like Ellie and um, Paul were both doing. I, I think that that was messy and a little bit gross, and I felt bad for Aster um, because she was just kind of being lied to, and I don't know, that that'd be, like, hard to deal with. And it kind of a little bit reminded me of, like, a better version of Sierra Burgess is a loser type thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I still think that um, Paul would be my favorite because everything he did was just, like, out of a place of love. He was just, like, a very sweet person. And he proved over and over again that, like, he would do anything for the people he cared about. Like, just trying to get Aster to notice him, he chased down Ellie on her bike and got her to agree to write this letter. 
And then even through like everything else that happened, I I agree with Sarah again. I was not happy when he was like, oh, it's a sin to be gay or whatever. I Like that annoyed me. I was so irritated. I hate it when people use their religion to take a stance like that. But then he ended up educating himself and changing his stance on that. And he kind of explained that you can't be mad at someone for loving the way that they want to love, I think is the quote that he used in the church at the end. And I I don't know, he was just like such a sweet person. And then the scene that like I will always think of every time I think of this movie is him chasing down the train. And you could tell like how much that actually meant to Ellie because even though she said that it was stupid earlier in the movie, she had like tears running down her face and she just said moron. But like you could tell how much it really meant to her. And I thought that that was just like so sweet and such a nice thing to have happen. 100% I agree all the way. I keep saying 100%, but the truth is just being spoken. I I really like the scene in the church when it's just Esther gets proposed to and then it just kind of goes crazy from there. Like it just, it just kind of blows up. And then when um, Paul's parents thought that they were, that he was gay, because he was looking up research about Ellie, and then his mom was like, I know you're gay, it's okay. <laughs> so he yells in front of the church, and then Ellie comes down, and she, like, confesses. I feel like she confesses her love to Astrid. Astrid? I want to say Astrid every time. But, yeah, it was, I thought it was, like, really funny that all the chaos happened in the church. I think my favorite part about that scene also was when the mom was like, if you're gay, I'll still love you. He was like, I'm not gay. And she was like, oh, thank God. And then he was like, but I might want to change the sausage recipe. And the mom was like, absolutely not. I love that recipe. And I lost my mind at that because that was such like a weird little detail to include in like the chaotic church scene. And it was so funny to me. I like how too, he had brought that up to Ellie and he was like, my mom would never let me do that. And then he just kind of threw it in there too. I, I definitely really liked that part. I also really liked their friendship, like you said, with the train scene, how in the beginning of the movie, when they showed it happening, like Ellie was watching it happen on TV and she was like, oh, that's gross. And her dad, like her and her dad were talking about it kind of thing. And she just like, was like, no, I never want that. Like, that's disgusting. And then that's how the movie ended. Like it goes to show that like Ellie might not have had like somebody like, Paul in her life before who was that close of her friend and he like grew to be her best friend which is like something she didn't expect and that just kind of goes it it was really beautiful like watch their friendship grow and when they were playing like when they played ping pong together and she taught him how to speak and they were just like having conversations back and forth like they both brought out sides of each other that they didn't have in the beginning of the movie like she was alone and then he didn't know how to you know communicate or hold relationships with people and then like same thing with like his football and like running like that started to grow too through their friendship and just like they both I guess blossomed into something more than they were before when they became best friends kind of thing so I think the way that the director portrayed that was really pretty too I enjoyed that for sure I feel like the last thing I gotta say is really important in this car that I'm in right now I'm so sorry for future me to edit this but um so the director Okay, so, because it's a queer movie, there's, like, a lot of things about that. Like, I guess for, especially for queer movies, but especially for lesbian movies, there's, like, they never, 
ends happily. It's either like they end up with a man or they both die or like one of them dies. And it's just tragic and those just don't really exist. And I know this movie didn't do that, but the director, Alice Wu, actually directed a different movie that's also about Asian American, or I don't think they're Asian American, but they're, actually, yeah, they're Asian American um, queer women that actually do fall in love, spoiler, and they, like, stay together the whole film. And so, Alice Wu, I just want to give her the recognition she deserves. She's really out there for the Asian queer community, and just doing the best. I think she's just really killing it and I think it's for the listeners if you haven't watched that movie you really should because it's really important to queer culture and Asian American culture. We stan. Alright, I have one final question I would like to ask. Would you try a sausage taco? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never ever. <laughs> um, I think I have Probably, yeah, I definitely would try one. Even if it wasn't good, like, I'd at least take a bite of it. Because the way they all reacted in the movie, it, it, I don't know, I feel like it would actually be pretty good. <laughs> it's like the spaghetti tacos from Carly. You don't think it's going to be good, but then it, like, it is good. I agree. I think I would at least take one bite. I don't think I would enjoy it, but I think I would take the bite. Well, I'm, like, okay. confused as to why this is, like, such, like, a big question. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've had this before multiple times. Like, it's just, like, a thing. No, it's I don't not. know. <laughs> like, is it not a thing that people eat? I don't know. No. It's, like, like <laughs> no, that's not a thing people eat. <laughs> like, I, like, the other day, my, like, my mom, like, made food outside, and she made, like, sausages for breakfast, and, like, we eat tortillas with everything, so, like, we had the sausage and a tortilla, like, yeah, but it's not like a big Vienna sausage wrapped okay, in a tortilla, I, I, right? I just, like, was not at all, I was not at all, like, phased by him really liking sausage tortillas. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm in shock at this development that we just got from Wendy Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I really, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, cool. He likes sausages. I'm, there must be something, like, really special about, like, his... Well, I think there was, like, a green, like, sauce on it. It didn't, like, exactly look like pesto, but it looked like it wanted to be pesto. I don't know. There was something on it? Oh, jeez. I think. I I maybe (laughs) missaw that, but I'm, like, 90% certain that I saw, like, something added. And I was just like, this can't be appetizing. But it might be, and it was concerning for me to think about. Like, I I had a little bit of a crisis just, like, thinking about sausage tacos today. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening to Housewives. Thanks for listening. Watch this movie. Yeah, thanks for letting us, uh, you know, ramble about another movie that we find on Netflix.